Welcome to the Three Stooges Throwback. I am your host, Gabriel Russo. And each episode here on the show, we chronologically take a look at the Three Stooges shorts. All 190 of them. And since this is the seventh episode, we are looking at the seventh short produced by the boys. Pop Goes the Easel. And we'll do that right after this. What is the Potter family? Hey, this is Shane. That's not Shane. That's a robot set by the government. And that's Kenny from I'm now. I'm a robot I'm, too. From now that I'm older. More like now that I'm robots. This is Gabriel Russo from the Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear podcast. This is Steve from the Drift and Ramble podcast. This is Nick from the Epic Film Guys podcast. This is Emily from the Story Behind. This is Adam from Everyone Has a Podcast. This is Sean Harrigan from the Cinescape podcast. We are you podcasters coming together in a community to help one another grow so follow us on twitter at potter family and use the hashtag potter family in your tweets and retweet other people who do the same potter family where great podcasts come home welcome back to the three stooges throwback and we are looking at pop goes the easel it's one of the classics one of the uh most fondly remembered one that one of the few that has been colorized. Actually, I watched the colorized version of this short, and it was only it was only really jarring in the beginning. Was when I noticed it's the only time I really noticed the color as it went on. It kind of you know I just lost myself kind of in the in the short. So I'm getting most of my information as usual from IMDb, the Internet Movie Database, from Wikipedia. And from threestooges.net, which I have just discovered and is a wealth of information, obviously, on the Three Stooges, all things Three Stooges. What I really just discovered today was an awesome feature on the website where if you click on a cast list for a particular short and you click on one of the names in the cast, it will bring up a new window with all of the shorts that that person ever appeared in. That made some of the research a lot easier. Some of the cross-referencing and that kind of stuff. Anyway, this is a super fun short produced February 6th to the 11th, 1935 and released March 29th, 1935. Like I said, this is the seventh one. This was directed by a man named Del Lord, who we've seen before, but I don't think we've gotten into his into his life. He's a Canadian film director and actor. He's best known today as a director of Three Stooges films, uh, many, many Stooges films. He started as an actor, like I said. He went to New York City and he met Max Sennett, uh, king of comedy, who I did on our sister show, Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear. I did an episode on Max Sennett profiling him. Mac, not Max. Max Sennett started Keystone Studios and was kind of the brain behind the Keystone Cops and a legend in comedy making. Anyway, Del Lord, he was hired by Mac to work for Keystone Studios and was the driver of the Keystone Cops police van appearing in many of their films. Finally got a chance to direct and directed two features for Universal, 
but the Great Depression devastated the film industry, and Sennett closed his studio in 1933. So Dell took a job at selling used cars until he found work at Columbia Pictures, where where he begins his co-creating, I guess, of the Stooges films, his directing, his working arrangement with the Three Stooges. From 1935 to 45, Lord is credited with directing some of the funniest two-reelers and developing some of the style of the Three Stooges. He directed more than three dozen of their films. Eventually, he got promoted to feature films in 1944 and was replaced by a man named Edward Burns, who, when his time comes, we will find out about him. It's kind of odd because his feature work for Columbia was all melodrama as as opposed to um, comedy pictures. So it's kind of interesting. He died in 1970 in Calabasas, California. He was in an episode of This Is Your Life, honoring his old boss, Mac Sennett. He also directed Buster Keaton and some of the other luminaries of the day. So he was the director, written by Felix Adler. We've heard a lot about him. He directed most of the, I mean, he wrote most of the Stooges stuff. Produced by Jules White. His work with the Stooges comprised 40% of all of his work. So 40% of all the work that Jules White did was actually with the Three Stooges. So pretty good, pretty fair amount. And he died April 30th, 1985 of Alzheimer's disease and is interred at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. This one has the tagline on the lobby card, which I've posted on the website here. Quote, help, help, they're loose again as far as the Stooges, so just kind of funny, I thought. The Pop Goes the Weasel song, All Around the Mulberry Bush, everyone knows the song, and that is obviously, is Pop Goes the Easel, a play on words, so they use Pop Goes the Weasel as the theme music. Still, they have not settled on the uh, Three Blind Mice, which I don't know that they use, I mean, they use that in the majority of their shorts over time, but obviously not in every one. So it opens... Like I said, I watched the color version. It was kind of interesting because it was they're well done. They're well colorized. It's kind of subtle. Maybe too subtle, actually. No, I don't think everyone was wearing kind of pastel colors back then. But it's still, they did a nice job. It opens on a sign that says, Must have a job. Will do anything. Position as a bridge instructor preferred. And that's uh, pulls back, the camera pulls back, and Larry's holding the sign. So a man pulls up and says... Bridge expert, huh? Yeah. So what would you do if you had the queen alone? Says the guy. And Larry says, depends. Where This is a kind of a funny scene where he gives, you can see him acting, quote unquote. You know, he kind of sidles up to the car and leans on it, moves his head in a certain way. He's definitely doing something. He says, it depends. And the guy says, on what? And Larry says, when the, que- when the king is expected to be home. I can't get my Larry. Oh, well. Some would say I never got my Larry voice down. But anyway, sometimes I can ratchet in on it a little bit better. <laughs> so the guy says, oh, wise guy, huh? And Larry says, no, bridge expert. And the guy drives off. So then it moves to Curly holding his sign. Basically, a man walks by Curly and the, and he says, uh, I haven't had a, I haven't tasted food in three days, mister. And the guy says, oh, well, don't worry. It still tastes the same. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't help, Curly. Focus in on the third sign. Social secretary seeks situation. 
and that is Mo, who is the most well-dressed of the Stooges in his pinstriped black suit. It's a little ill-fitting. And I wrote down here in my notes that uh, the Stooges actually look good in this one. But at second glance, when they all kind of show up together, you can see Curly's suit is obviously very small and tight for him. Uh, Larry's is oversized, and Moe's almost fits, but the sleeves are about six inches too short. <laughs> but uh, So anyway, he's holding his sign, seeking social social secretary. And uh, lady pull lady walks by and says, "Oh, so would you like to be my social secretary?" And he says, "Yes." And how? She said, "Well, spell chrysanthemum." So Mo turns around as a bum is walking by. Mo just hands the sign to a bum and kind of ducks out. the The bum holding a sign is immediately hired by a, another woman who pulls up in a limousine. Basically, he gathers the Stooges. Mo whistles, and the Stooges come over. You know, they're all in one place. Uh, he says, spell chrysanthemum, and Curly obviously, boom, spells it right right away, no problem. So they decide we need to get work. Mo says, hey, if we sweep up, the owner will, of this store will see us, and he'll give us jobs because we're enterprising, you know, fellas. We're, you know, we're going for it. So they grab some brooms out front and start sweeping, and the owner of the place comes out, obviously. He says, oh my goodness, they're stealing from me. He calls a cop, and we're off. The cop is chasing them down the chasing chasing the Stooges down the street. So they run by two girls playing hopscotch, and little factoid: one is uh, Moe's daughter Joni, and the other do- the other little girl playing hopscotch is Larry's daughter Phyllis. There's some obvious edit cuts in this one where the, it, it's they don't really sync up, but that's kind of a hallmark of of these old old pictures. So they run into an art school to escape the cop. Mo says, my dad used to draw. And Curly says, yeah, he drew 20 years with a stroke of the pen. And Mo hits him. But I thought that was a clever little line. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of quick lines in this one. And I know the Stooges aren't known for their wordplay, but really, as we're seeing and we're in, in this, in this uh, series, they, they do have some moments of if not brilliance, then at least, you know, good good gags, good jokes. And then obviously the, the physical comedy on top of that. But, you know, now that I'm older, I like the, well, I've said it before, I like the wordplay a little more. I, I get it, I get into it a little more than I did when I was a kid. So there's an idiot painter. He's standing in the corner and he's painting. And every time he moves to the left, a spot of light shows up on his painting. And he freaks out and he tries to paint it out. And it, it's obviously he's moving in front of the window, but he doesn't know that. He doesn't realize. So the Stooges go to help him. To no avail. They all try. Larry says, uh, I know the problem. You haven't got enough Anna Canna Penna. So Moe says, no, no, that's not it. And he grabs the thing and he says some, you know, some other Anna Canna Puna. Duna Duna Mana. <laughs> so Moe ends up just getting frustrated and grabs a bucket of black paint and throws it all over the painting. Curly says, Curly turns to the guy and says, well, you know what they say, easel come, easel go. Uh, And uh, Mo does a first after that line. He holds out his fist. Curly hits his fist, hits Mo's fist. Mo does the wrap around, around, you know, like a whirlwind windmill type move and bonks Curly on the head. It's the classic Stooges move. And this is the first time that we see it. There's, like I said, there's lots of business in this one. They're really, they are hitting their stride. I, th- I said they were hitting their stride in the last one, and this one is really kind of 
amped it up and uh, is one of the best. One of the best early ones. Just as some of the business, you know, the, a, a lady walks in and uh, she, Curly, Mo is going to hand her the bird, uh, a stuffed bird to paint. And just a little aside, he asks Curly to hand it to him and Car- Curly, like, wiggles it up and down like it's flapping and flying on the way there. And just little things like that. He says uh, there's a grouse bit in that, like, where the, the where a woman, a model in tights, played actually played by Phyllis Crane, who was in Men in Black. She played Anaconda. And she was in uh, Three Little Pigskins as Molly. And so she makes a third appearance here in a Stooges short. She's in kind of a ballerina outfit, and they say she, they're trying to get her to pose looking up in the sky at the grouse. Well, Curly says, I don't see any grouse. And Mo kicks him a couple of times and then bonks him on the head. And uh, he says, oh, look at the grouse. And uh, Larry says, no, no, that's not how you pose. Pose like this. And so he's standing in front of the window. It's funny that they ran in on the first floor, and now they're up, you know, like 20 stories up but uh, in this building. Curly and Mo. Kind of trick him back up, back up a little farther, a little farther. Larry falls out the window and is holding on by the, holding on by his fingertips. So the cop runs in. They they pull Larry back in. The cop that has been chasing them has now busted in, and uh, Mo pulls on his uh, fake French accent, which I thought was very funny. And then he follows it up with an Irish accent. And the cop's like, "Wait a second. Mo says, "Well, I, my my mother was French. My mother, she was a French woman." Oh, but me father, me fought me da. He was an Irish bloke. And so now Larry has uh, has put a towel on his head. And you got to remember the time. It's 1935. It's still damn funny. So Larry turns around and he's pretending apparently to be a Sikh, I guess. And uh, he's just speaking. It's just funny. It's just funny business. The, the gibberish that Larry speaks in. And then goes, hello, and it's just a funny little line, but I just, I happen to like Larry. I know it's, I know it's very racist and dated. So, Professor Fuller bops in, the owner of the arts, art uh, studio. We don't see much of him, but I thought there was a little line in here. He says, I'm Professor Fuller, and Curly says, oh, we've used your brushes. And that made me laugh because... I also am a huge fan of Looney Tunes cartoons, and there's one where Daffy Duck is dealing with the Fuller Brushman, who is a traveling salesman. I don't have any idea beyond that what the Fuller Brushman was, but there's two references to it in my memory banks. Professor says to them, to really be artists, you must paint the floor. And so they use crazy brushes side-by-side brushes because Larry's in a hurry. There's a big wide brush. Anyway, they end up painting themselves into a corner. The cop comes back in. They run into kind of wardrobe area. Funny Curly, this is another first. Curly comes out and they're all in drag, the Stooges. When Curly pushes the cop, like the cop's like, oh, hello, you know, trying to touch his arm and Curly coyly pushes him and when he hits the wall, the whole room shakes. Just kind of funny. So this is one, I don't know if it's a first for films or for the Stooges, but it's they speak Pig Latin in this, and Three Stooges is how I became aware of Pig Latin. I don't know if anybody knows Pig Latin anymore, like kids today. I don't know if they would or wouldn't know what Pig Latin is. Larry is named Cromet, the sister, and Mo. they don't give a mother. Uh, Mo is introduced as, his, as Curly's mother. So their wigs come off. 
So they run into the room where it's sculpture going on, and they start messing with the clay. And here we go. They're throwing clay onto a canvas. Larry says, no, no, let me show you. The first clay fight is is off and running. It's the precursor to pie fights in all the Stooges' shorts. They, uh, they're using super wet, sticky clay. They just, I mean, it's just, they just hitting each other. It, a pie fight ensues, or a clay fight, you can just imagine. So, at one point, Curly gets a big wad of clay on the top of his head, and Larry comes walking up and says, Oh, flower for your hat, madame. And puts a, a, puts a flower in the clay on top, and Curly snatches some mud up and says, Here's mud in your eye, mister, and smashes him in the face with it. I thought that was kind of funny. So Larry is going to show them something, some art technique or some or something, and uh, again, accidentally hits Mo, starting the, the clay fight all over again. Curly gets mad at one point. You don't see that very often, and he screams at Mo, "Give me that! Give me that!" About the clay in his handful, in his hand, a handful of clay. He ends up. Curly ends up throwing it at at this. It hits a lady. Then he throws another one. It hits a cop. The cop falls against the wall and a bust smashes on his head and he's out. There's a woman in a black gown who gets hit. She's looking in the other room, looking at paintings and is unaware of all the clay fight. And each time she bends over to look at a clay, at, at, at a painting, you know, a hunk of clay goes over her head and smashes against the wall. Eventually she gets hit in the butt and she turns around and she gets hit again. That woman is Geneva Mitchell who keen-eared listeners will remember from the last episode, Restless Nights. Uh, She played Queen Anne. And then she was also in a few other stooge shorts as well. And we'll get to them when the time comes. She also gets hit in the boobs with some some, uh, whipped cream, which somehow there's white whipped cream there all of a sudden, in addition to the clay. Finally, a super fancy uh, Monopoly man-looking guy comes in in a tuxedo and a top hat. He, I mean, it's a full-blown... He walks right into the full-blown clay fight. Curly gets hit and stops and looks at the camera. And then he gets hit again the second time. And he looks at the camera and he says, That's a coincidence, which I thought was a pretty good, pretty good little bit of business. Again, another... There's a rare scene in this one where Mo, Everyone's around him. Well... Mo says, hey, 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 everybody, stop, 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 stop. And everyone kind of gathers around Mo in a circle. He says, who started this anyway? And they say, you did. And so Mo just holds his hand out and spins around in a circle and slaps everyone in the, in the circle surrounding him. And then three art students come up with busts, and they smash the Stooges over the head with the bus. So... And that's the end. The Stooges fall unconscious, and that is the end of it. The cop is played by Lewis Mason, who again is in a couple of Stooge shorts. He always plays a heavy or a cop. This is also the first short where Mo holds out his hand to Curly, and he says, Pick two fingers! And Curly points at the two fingers he picks, and then Mo, of course, pokes him in the eyes. Um, this becomes a recurring joke throughout the Stooges. There's more jokes or gags or bits or business in this one per minute or whatever. I, don't, you know, I didn't make a, a scientific study of it, but there's more in this one than there typically had been. Then we had talked about the fact that there was the, the clay fight is the precursor to the pie fight. Well, the first pie fight would show up later in the year 
in a secret episode that we'll go over later. I'm not going to spill the beans right now. So, the scene in drag, there are several other drag scenes in various stooge shorts through the years, over the years. There's a goof in this one that right when, uh, right in the very beginning when Mo asks everyone, he calls them together and asks them to spell chrysanthemum. Mo's clip-on tie falls off. But then later, when the shopkeeper accuses them of stealing the brooms, his tie is back on. Just minor things. The little goofs that I find on the internet are always very minor. This episode was also featured in the classic cartoon of the 80s, Muppet Babies. The episode Beauty and the Schnoz of Muppet Babies. This episode is playing in the background. So, supposedly there were two clay fight scenes uh, in the script, and apparently in the clay in the fight scene there there are some where there were two battles apparently edited to make one fight, and that's because there are several instances listed on this Wikipedia about you know the one lady's a brunette in one scene and a blonde in the next scene, and and a uh, guy gets his toupee knocked off. You know, I, I think that's just I, I don't know. Maybe they filmed two. It didn't. I didn't catch any of that. It didn't look like it to me. And I think that this person on that wrote the Wikipedia is actually confusing two of the characters because the cop falls down. So I don't know that maybe maybe it's just bad editing. Like like I said, there were evidenced in many the shorts from back then. So many movies from back then in general. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Three Stooges Throwback. Once again, I have been your host, Gabriel Russo. I appreciate you listening. You can follow me on Twitter at G-R-U-S-S-O-1971, at Grusso1971. You can check out Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear's page on Facebook. If you have anything that you are passionate about or interested in, even a little bit, why don't you make a podcast about it? Go to Podomatic.com for all your podcasting needs. And I guess that's about it. Once again, thank you for listening. Come back next time for the Three Stooges Throwback. (laughs) 